0: Hey, it's Beth here. Finally, the home and bathrobe October issue is here. Episode 373. It's only, I think, a day late. Am I right? Maybe two. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, it's here. That's the important thing. Table of contents, tabling them. Here's the big news. I found my editor at large. Diane was hiding in Colorado. She was practically to Wyoming, but I found her. David and I, after the wedding, we tracked her down. Dalton and David had a great time. So I got to talk to Diane about the magazine and how we need her. She told me that the magazine was too good for her. I, She said, the pressure. I said, how could you say that? She said, the pressure you placed on me to get the magazine out within a few days of its due date was unbearable. I'm like, whoa. I said we don't have to we, we could come in four days later. people people don't really care. She said, no, that's not true. you' you always wanted to get it a day or two after the due date. it was it was untenable. She used that word. I know it's not good. She thinks I'm the devil in Prada. She thinks I'm the devil wears Prada. I don't I, I never could afford Prada. I'm, I'm the devil. Where's Prada without Prada, without anything? I was crushed. Then the mortal blow. She said other magazines, even on the internet, pay people money, M- money. I said, listen, Diane, if I ever make a dime, I'm giving it to you. She said, I mean money, Beth, real money. I I told her, I think we can work it out. I don't think money and satisfaction are the only things that are important. I said to her, and this is what I think is going to resonate. I said, how many times do you get the chance to be part of something a tiny bit bigger than you are? I don't know. I'm going to give it a couple of weeks and I'm going to ask her again. She's got to miss me a little bit. Okay. The horoscopes. Okay. I found these horoscopes from 1979 but this guy this guy is right on the money Aquarius I mean you know they knew what they were doing in 1979 and they could say whatever they wanted so I'm sure this is good Aquarius you have an inventive mind and are inclined to be progressive you lie a great deal you make the same mistakes repeatedly because you're stupid everyone thinks You're a jerk. I I don't know. That sounds good. I mean, it sounds like you're being honest. Pisces, you have a vivid imagination and often think you are being followed by the CIA or the FBI. You have no influence on your friends and people resent you flaunting your power. Wow, at least you have power. You lack confidence and are generally a little bit constipated whoa that that is tough Aries you are the pioneer type and think that most people are jerks you are quick tempered impatient and scornful of advice really Aries you're just a, a bit of a I don't know what a nice word for it is um a bit of a uh, um uh Not good guy. Okay. This is a clean magazine. Taurus, you are practical and persistent. You have dogged determination to work like hell. Most people think you are stubborn and bullheaded. You're nothing but a darn conformist. I don't see how that's possible. Gemini, you are quick and intelligent thinker. People like you because you are... You are in love with everyone. You are inclined to expect too much for too little. This means you're a cheapskate. Cancer. This is me. You are sympathetic and understanding of other people's problems, which makes you a sucker. You are always putting things off. Well, that could be true. That is why you will always be on welfare and won't be worth anything in this lifetime. You know, it's funny, I haven't made any money. Wow, everybody in prison is a cancer. Oh, my God. This reminds me, when I was in Vail, on this this wedding trip with David, there was a free magazine, free paper of the little town. I looked at my horoscope. It was horrible. It was worse. Well, it was not as bad as this, but it was bad. It said, Cancers, quit spending money. And then it said, You need to work on your appearance. Am I... I just... what's happening in this world? I I, I am a sucker and I do put things off. This one is much better than the veil one. Work on my appearance? I'm tired of working on my appearance. I took my glasses off. I look fine. Okay, Leo, you consider yourself a born leader. Others think you are an idiot. Most Leos are bullies. You are vain and can't tolerate honest criticism. Your arrogance is disgusting. Leo people are thieving and most of the time they are kissing themselves in the mirror. I don't think that's fair. Virgo, you are logical and hate discord. Isn't that something on the internet? Okay. Okay. You nitpick It's sickening to your friends. You're unemotional and often fall asleep while talking to your mother. Virgos are good bus drivers. (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's good to know, Virgo. Libra. (laughs) That's my favorite so far. Good bus drivers. (laughs) My God. Virgo, you are the logical type and hate discord. Hey, we did this already. Oh, this is the bus driver. Virgo, don't forget it. Bus driving is your future. Libra, you are the autistic type and have a difficult time with reality. If you are a male, you are not going anywhere. (laughs) Most Libra women are of easy virtue. All Libras have a little problem with saying no on Saturday nights. I did not know that. Okay. Scorpio, you're the worst of the lot. You are shrewd in business and can't be trusted. You shall achieve the pinnacle of success before... Because you are a t- you have a total lack of ethics. This is so unfair. You are a perfect son of a bitch. Most Scorpios are murderers. Oh, my gosh. How come... How come all cancers are in jail? You're probably very good at murder and you get away with it. That's amazing, Sagittarius. You are optimistic and enthusiastic. You have reckless tendency to rely on luck to get you through because you have no talent. The majority of Sagittarians are drunks. <laughs> Nixon was a Sagittarian. <laughs> you are not worth the time of day. Oh my gosh. Capricorn help us here. you are conservative and afraid of taking risks. you are basically a yellow you're a chicken. there has never been a Capricorn of any importance. You should you should just kill yourself. Now I don't want any of this to happen this is just this is just um, this is just what happened in 1979 we can forget it. I think the statute of limitations is over on those horoscopes but they were funny. Okay, so <laughs> Oh my god. All right. All right. Beauty. The beauty section of the magazine. Okay. Now this is this is small, but big to me, really big. I've improved something I've been doing my whole life. Shaving my legs. I shaved my legs in the shower for years and it's always a crime scene. It's always it, there's always a problem. I'm always knocking my head into something or falling. It's hard. Hold your leg up and twist it around. So, I started shaving outside of the shower, bathtub, whatever, using just a real cheap um, body cream. I mean, like Jergens, like who cares? Like l something doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. So I can control it. My legs are soft. I can't stop touching them. They've improved. I've improved something I've been doing my whole life. I mean, I didn't get that thing where you 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 burn it off or whatever where it, you get rid of the hair forever I thought about it 10 years ago mm-hmm. but I thought I did an actuarial chart on myself and I thought my legs would stop growing hair by now I didn't know that it was going to go on forever so I didn't get that done that would have been perfect very expensive but perfect and I had the money and I could have done it but I was sure it was a waste of money the hair on my legs is just as thick as it ever was. But now, it's soft and smooth. Like for two whole hours, after I do this shaving thing. And I get my knees, because I can straighten them out. And I, I can, like, bolster myself. So improve something you're doing. I like buy a new hairbrush, Get a color of lipstick that actually looks good on you. Do something small, but relevant forget about wrinkles they're not going away just just do something else get a get a nail polish that you really like something something small just something small and make it work for you I found this stuff that was supposed to make my eyelashes longer well it didn't work on my eyelashes but I think it worked on my eyebrows so use your products mess around with them like who knew a cheap body lotion could shave legs so nicely. I can, I don't have to worry about it. It's cheap Buy cheap things that you can really like just slather. Slathering is good in our age group. We need it. Okay. So October fashion, this is great. I dodged my last bullet of the year, the bathing suit bullet. There was this Oh gosh, hot tub, hot tub portion of the party, and luckily I had altitude sickness because really you need to hydrate when you go into um, you know high altitudes. I was driving in that road trek of David's, and it has this little tiny bathroom that I do not believe in, I do not trust, and I don't want to have anything to do with. So. I didn't drink or eat anything for 10 hours each day and that backfired when I got to Colorado going up the stairs I experienced altitude sickness where I fell down so that night I didn't have to go to the hot tub party in my bathing suit it was worth it altitude sickness is actually dreadful horrible disgusting but it really pales I mean it's I would do it in a heartbeat rather than wear a bathing suit in a hot tub with other people so bring on the altitude sickness I did not care Uh, uh, pros call it hydrating I call it drinking liquid but anyway either way if there's no if you're going to Colorado and there's no hot tub involved Hydrate, drink water. Okay, so that's good. All right. Okay, now here's another one. A new section, something old that's new again. For me, and we gotta do this. Look back in your past, what did you enjoy? I enjoyed live music, I enjoyed dancing, but I feel like I look like an idiot if I dance or if I'm at a concert because I'm old. My friend Debbie has this, um, her husband taught this guy. He's now in his fifties. His name is Monty. He plays at a little club in town. One night a month, it's filled with older people. The whole place. I feel perfectly comfortable. I like his music. It's all original. He's a lovely guy. His wife is in the audience. She helps him write the music. He's always thanking Brandy for everything. So I go. That was fun but I have to stay in my seat, which I felt was the most I could ever do. At the wedding, the band was incredible. It was the only thing Harry the groom wanted was this band and he got them and they were great. And I'm just, of course, on the sideline. Luckily, Roman, the four-year-old ring bearer, grabbed my hand and asked me to dance. I go out on the dance floor right in front of the band with Roman. We're knocking it out of the park. He and I, we had a ball. The the singer of the band lifted Roman up, and everybody cheered for him. And I was with him. I was his date. I was his groupie. And really, 68, which is my age, divided by 4 equals 17. 17-year-olds 17 are the perfect age for fun. I didn't feel stupid because I was with Roman. People thought we were adorable together. I have, I'm telling you, I was sky high. I really loved to dance. My bunions didn't even hurt. I couldn't feel a thing. We danced every single song. So if you can find yourself a four-year-old that you can pay or he, that Roman loved to dance. If you can just find a way back onto the dance floor. If that's what you love, or maybe you love art, or maybe you loved, I don't know, um, motorcycle riding, and you could get yourself a little vesper or something. Figure out what you loved when you were young and try it again. Just try it again. You don't have to do it fast. You could be on the bunny slope as a skier. You're gonna think it's the expert slope because you're moving. Just, is this is it. Is this it something old? That's new again, you gotta do it, try it. Okay, so gourmet, last spring I bought an abachi. Okay, we had the hottest summer in Texas ever, 100 degrees, forever. The thing's been sitting on my washing machine. I think it's it's freezing 90 degrees outside. If it could go down to like 80, I'm gonna fire this little tiny thing up. It's about 12 inches wide and maybe eight inches deep. Perfect for two people. Cleanup will be nothing. I don't have to go down the stairs to where my grill is. I'm just going to do it on the table, on the patio. I want to do, here's my dishes. I want to do, I wrote them down. Chicken satay, yum, shrimp of any kind, and corn. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do everything I want as if I'm never doing it again. Because it could be that I'm never doing it again. This could be my last grilling. I have to look at life like that now. So everything tastes better barbecued. So try it. Okay, get, in the little, get a little tiny hibachi. It's just the two of you or the one of you. Who's, who cares? Don't fire up that huge grill. It's too much of a mess for nothing. So anyway, if I can find smaller everything, I'm gonna do it. Gardening? Uh, I was happy I think I told you I planted my chrysanthemums the first time it rained in Austin I got the feeling that summer was over and it wasn't I put those chrysanthemums through the mill I drowned them it got to be 100 degrees they were miserable absolutely miserable impulsive gardening is not only dangerous it's expensive Becky, my friend, she never falls for it. She always does it correctly. She would never buy a chrysanthemum until maybe this week. Okay, me, last spring, I did it. 50-50 chance, I'm a pansy murderer. Chrysanthemum murder this this fall. But what I'm doing right now, because I'm, I'm trying to be happy, is, and I've got a good excuse for it, I'm not gonna punish myself. And not buy more chrysanthemums, which I do sometimes. Chrysanthemums, which I do sometimes. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry I did it again. I'm very sorry I'm I'm impulsive. But I'm not going to punish myself. I bought replacements. It feels a little smarmy. It feels a little, uh, you know, diabolical and cold-blooded. But I did it. And this is why. You're going to love it. Okay, life is short. How many fall gardens do I have left? That's going to be my get-out-of-jail-free card for a lot of things. How many how many fall gardens do I have left? I don't know, but I can't waste them. So I bought beautiful chrysanthemums, planted them, and I think they're going to make it now. So, do you remember I was going to add a wedding tradition every month I've got a beauty I cannot believe it and it's American which I am I I can't believe I have something nice to say but I do okay remember when the groom dances with his mother at this wedding the Harry had ten groomsmen and, and a really sweet mom and I think all the groomsmen knew the mom so they get out on the dance floor and all the groomsmen circle them, they're in the innermost part of the circle everybody's behind them and Stevie Nicks' landslide comes on and the groomsmen start, start to serenade the groom and his mother like I've been afraid of changing because I built my life around you it resonated you're getting older, I'm getting older too. The boys started singing it. And then all of a sudden, everyone, 150 people, you could have heard a pin drop, are serenading this mother and her son. It was the most magical thing I've ever seen in a wedding. And I've seen a lot of good stuff. But the serenading that we were all in it and watching this, this transformation happened. It was it was amazing. So I feel like October has brought a lot of people back to smiling. So I'm gonna I'm gonna retell my best joke. I don't think you've heard it. okay. Matt told me this joke in seventh grade I was driving him to school on the radio. Um, we have this crazy, local station and they were saying, give us the best joke and we'll give you a gift. Matt calls up the radio station. While we're driving to school, he's in seventh grade. He gets through and he tells them this joke, okay? So it's about these two guys, Raj and Bob, okay? Their mothers were best friends. They were born two days apart. The mothers married two best friends. These two families lived across the street from each other. Raj and Bob went to school together, Cub Scouts together, played sports together. They went into the army together, never apart. They get out of the army. These guys are as tight as can be. They marry twin sisters. It's amazing. Both parents leave both of the homes and move to Florida because they're best friends. And so these men live across the street from each other with their twin wives and they have children about the same age. Everybody's, everybody can't believe how lucky these guys are. They are so close. Everything goes great. Grandchildren all play together. Everything's wonderful. One day, unthinkably, at 82, Bob dies. Just dies. Raj is beside himself. He can't function. The twin... Wives can't figure out what to do. He won't eat. He won't do anything. He's hastening his own breath at death. He cannot live without Bob. Nobody, Branchel, nobody can help that. He will not be helped. He is inconsolable. They're just all frantic. One night, Rush just lying there in bed. Bob comes to him in a dream. Rush sits up in bed, he goes, Bob. Oh my God! How are you? How are you? Bob goes, Raj, I'm unbelievable. I, you should see where I am. The view is magnificent. The food, oh, superlative. But but listen, Raj, the best part, the best part is the the women, insatiable. Absolutely insatiable. I got everything. Raj goes, oh my God. Bob, you're in heaven. Bob looks at him and goes, I'm not in heaven. I'm a rabbit in Montana. Try that joke on somebody. They might laugh this month. People are feeling better. I see smiles everywhere. Well, I'm in a good mood. I feel sane. So anyway, let's have a good month. Let's just try to stay sane. Maybe the weather's going to be great where you are. I hope it is. And I will be back. I will be back next month with more The November Issue. It'll be like right after the beginning of November. Okay, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.